Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit Friday edition. Uh because we didn't record <laughs> earlier. <this week. laughs> uh and this is powered by Lift Aviation. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And we will be charging a eight dollar per month Twitter fee. Yes. <laughs> with this. Finally make some money off this thing. Finally make some money off this thing so I can retire. Um, so we, we have to we have to talk about we have to we have to get something out in the air very early so, on. So important. We're we're really close to each other, yet so far away. So far away. You are in like the ghetto of the borough. Well, Long Island City is not too bad, but um, it's, it's getting know, built it's up. Not, it's not terrible, I, dude. I, I ended up uh, walking to a, like a really good Peruvian restaurant last night. It was freaking awesome. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I'm looking at. I'm looking right outside my, my hotel there, room. Right? Oh, dude, it was it was super crowded, super loud. It was yeah. it was popping, man. Had some good food. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with like LIC is that, um, you know, before COVID, Manhattan rent prices were just like through the roof, and they kind of still are. But it's just a subway ride into the city, so a lot of people, you know, moved out of there and into Long Island City, and just take like a twenty minute subway ride into work now and save like yeah. five grand a month on rent. I'm uh, my hotel window view is of uh, I'm looking at Queensbridge right now. Like I'm Manhattan, it's right there. Yeah, it's nice to look at. Um, I don't know exactly where you are, but probably. Um, I'm. It's like the whatever bridge goes right over into Manhattan. I'm like right on the edge of Long Island City. Like, like I can see the water and obviously the bridge. It's like I could almost throw a. If I was Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite, I could throw a football over the bridge. Fucking Uncle Rico, dude. Yeah. Oh my God, you're already telling me about this. This laid on me. How was your breakfast? I want to hear all about it. Okay. I want to tell you all about. I had a great dining experience. Yeah, so I've I've been uh, I've been really enjoying uh, some food on this trip. But uh, went to that Peruvian. I've, I should look up the name of that Peruvian place and give them a shout out. But uh, it was fantastic in Long Island City. And I, I will. It's Long Island City's. It's cool because it is. You're right. You're right about everything that you've said. It is kind of ghetto. <laughs> it is up and coming. <laughs> I can absolutely see how like you. It's a very short hop. It is gentrifying a lot. Like I've, I've been coming to Long Island City for, I don't know, maybe like three years, four years. And even I've noticed. So like I went pre-COVID and now post-COVID. And I've definitely seen um, some gentrification, some some pop-ups, some restaurants. In fact, this uh, French bakery is right outside the hotel room called uh, Paris Baguette. Mm. And. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's good, dude. I got a, I got a large Americano. I got a strawberry lemon croissant. And then I got some like giant twist donut thing. It That's interesting amazing. that you would go to a French bakery and get an Americano though. <laughs> that is, it's even more weird that they serve an Americano. They should call it a French. Yeah. Are something. you like, is that your go-to drink? Like you, if there's drip coffee and or Americano, you'll go for an Americano. Yeah. 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 I gotta disagree with you there. That's like going to like a bar, like a nice fancy restaurant. And, and if they have like a menu, and for like glasses of wine 
and just saying like, oh, whatever's open. And that's like an Americano. And then like okay. ordering like by the name is like a trip because it I, brews better. Okay. I love, okay. I love this. I love this. Cause I want to, I want to learn more. And this is um, food. Cool shit. Now guys, uh, we're, we're in the, we're in the food. food we'll get cool into aviation. Podcast. Yeah. Oh, we had coming. such great food experiences that you all need to hear about it. <laughs> so I, I kind of assume with an Americano that like you're, you're drinking espresso. So like, you know, I always thought from a coffee shop standpoint, espresso maybe my i mean i i understand drip is kind of like uh how you could i guess artistically shine uh maybe maybe espresso not so much but like that's kind of what i assumed like in a in a nice coffee shop like okay i'll get in it because i don't i don't want a straight espresso i like having espresso beans and then being able to add a little bit of half and half to it and have like a, yeah. a larger drink um yeah, but i just, do love drip coffee well it's diluted and, and a lot of times with the espresso yeah. like a typical espresso shot should pull for about 30 seconds which most like 99 percent of restaurants are like never under 20 it's like usually yeah. under if you can get a shot over 15 seconds in a in a coffee shop that's not like a good coffee shop then take that home and that's why like if you get a shot of espresso in like a restaurant and you don't have that that brown layer on top the, the crema yeah um that's how you know it's fucking shit but um yeah i mean it, it's a different flavor if you like the espresso flavor and everybody's like under this big fallacy like Oh, I want a dark roast. It's got a lot of, like the darker the roast, the less caffeine. Because what happens is yep. that you're roasting all the oil out of the, yeah, you cook out it of out the, of the, uh, bean. the bean. So if you ever go to like a restaurant and you get coffee and you see a lot of people think it's like dirty, but like, if you look at your black coffee before you add stuff to it, if you add stuff to it and there's like a little bit of oil on the top, that's a good sign. That's a really good sign. Um, you know, it's, it's just, you know, the more oil and, and the better to roast, it's going to taste better. So, um, but Americanos are funny. Like some people just love the flavor. Like I get people that come into the shop and they'll get a decaf Americano and I just, oh gosh, decaf I hate, Americano. oh God, I just hate decaf. I hate everybody that drinks decaf. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Right. I don't get it. Just, just drink something else. Yeah. <laughs> Go have a coconut drink smile. A yeah, go drink. Get a yeah. coconut smile. Go get some tea. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I so, um. So you got an Americana. What size did you get? Large. Mm. Ice I like hot. Hot. Um, yeah, got it hot gotta, and about like maybe a half inch of half and half. Nice, so like, like a like finger. The, like yeah, like top topping it off with some half and half. Nice. That's a good drink. Yeah, it's, I always have drip, drip coffee available. That's why, like, I never really do it. But, um, and if I'm gonna have espresso, I'll make like a small latte or like a cortado or something like that. Can I tell you why I started getting into it? So yeah. I used to I used to get lattes, and lattes are so thick and heavy with with milk. Like I was like, oh, I yeah. gotta get gotta get away from a latte. Um, and then you yeah. know, on the West Coast, um, not so much the East Coast, but definitely the West Coast or anything west of certainly west of the Mississippi Starbucks reign supreme and they're freaking everywhere. And so, yeah. um, I get, uh, their blonde drip light roast yep. a lot. Oh yeah. Um, it's pretty good. Um, but they only, yeah. a lot of places only, um, have it ready to go in the morning. And so like anything past like maybe 10 AM, they yeah, don't, sold out. they would have to do. Yeah. Or, or they'd have to like pour over or, or, you know, they'd have to brew it, something like that. But then they came out with blonde, uh, espresso. Ooh. And so I'm like, well, if I'm going to ask for uh, a, you know, a venti drip blonde, I might as well just get a blonde Americano. 
And so that's why, why I started drinking Americanos. Yeah. And then it just mm-hmm. kind of stuck. Yeah. It's, but it is, it's like totally, it's totally diluted. You're, I mean, you're a hundred percent right. It's, it's literally espresso with water. And then but it tastes milk. good. It does taste good. You know, um, you might want to do like a small drip and a small Americano. And you know? I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll mix it up even more. I feel like they need if to come up with another coffee cup for like people like us or you that like want two different things, but it's like, so it's like one cup. It's like Dunkaroos almost, you know, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a boiler maker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You dunk, you dunk the espresso into the coffee, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, exactly. You know, like when they have that, like epoxy mix that you get at Home Depot or something like that, where like yeah. you like, or like, no, it's like the, the pre no, it's the pre, yeah, it's the pre-measured like oil for like two cycle engines or some shit. <laughs> you, gotta, like, you, just, you squeeze the big part into the little part to measure it out. Yeah. 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 So I, well, what else did you get to eat though? So you got a Marcano. Um, yep. And I got a strawberry lemon croissant and then uh, Ooh, some donut. Strawberry thing. lemon. That sounds Dude, delightful. It was, oh my God. It was knock your dick in the dirt. Good. It was super yeah. good. Moist. Super good. Yep. Moist oh, yeah. inside crisp outside, you know, just that little butter glaze on the croissant. And it was like a mini croissant. So you don't feel too shitty about yourself. Yeah. Why do people hate the word moist? I feel like we need to bring that word back. Like if somebody's like having like a good flight, like if goody good goes to fly and he has a really good flight, be like, oh, that was fucking moist. That's fucking moist, dude. I, you Let's know what? I liked it. I like that a lot. Me too. Right, we'll See, this is why this. this is why everybody has to understand that we talk about food so it could bring us into aerobatic talk to come up with yes. these brilliant ideas. Yes. Like the, like the Don or Bobby. Like that's all from food talk. <laughs> Basically, it really is. Um, all right. I got to tell you what about did, my meal because I have yeah, tell me about meal. your meal. I wouldn't say it's a meal of a lifetime, um, but it's definitely top 10. Definitely top 10. Okay. So we, we, we moved closer to like family. We, we lived on the, we used to live out East um, on the East end of Long Island. And it was just too far with the kids and stuff like that. And yada, yada, yada. So we moved back and we've been in this area now for like four or five years. And it's a pain in the dick, you know, getting out East to go to the restaurants out there where there's some really good ones. So we've been going around here a little bit and the food's been like, it's good. It's definitely not great, but you're going to get like a seven and I have high standards. So like, um, whatchamacallit it's so it's like you're going there more for like the atmosphere um and stuff like that so um we're like oh let's go out to that restaurant we used to go to so long story short it's this northern italian type restaurant how do you call um i'm not gonna say the name it's not like people know um anyway so way, northern italian food for those that don't know in my opinion northern italian food is the best italian food oh yeah. yes uh you, you know you get into southern uh you know, there's more fish, a lot of a lot more pasta dishes, heavy pasta. Yeah. And like, that's good. But like, it's if you want to go and if you, I'm not a foodie foodie, like I like I like trying different things. I'm not like, oh, this is it's terrible. Like I could give a shit. But like, you know, I enjoy like a meal that's prepared right. And like that tastes freaking awesome. Yeah. You know, sorry, I'm just responding to somebody. I'm multitasking today. Just, just, just asking. Putting that workout, dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'll, I'll, I'm just going to get into it. I'm so excited. So it's a prefix menu, and you know how I love prefix because I'm a cheap, oh, yeah. cheap dude. So I already know what I'm paying. It's like an all, all inclusive. They should just call those um, all inclusive places. And they're not necessarily uh, cheaper, or I mean, it's not necessarily like like a bargain. Like it's just like chef prepared 
awesomeness. And it's just like, here's the price. This is what you're getting. Here's the price. No surprise. Yeah. I love, it. I just want to know what, I, right. You know what I mean? Cause like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. So first, first appetizer, it's called the crisp farm egg. So what they do is they soft boil an egg, right? Then they take yep. that egg, batter it, and then they deep fry it. And that egg, so it's like a, it looks like a, um, it's not the shape of a mozzarella stick, but it's got the texture on the outside of like a mozzarella stick um, with this like, like gooey yolk on the inside when you cut it open. They put that over a, um, a pork shoulder polenta. Oh. Um, and was freaking awesome. And I'm just going to make a blanket statement. What, why this place is so good is because they buy what I think is they buy high quality products. Like they pay the extra money for like grade A or whatever. Yeah. And they don't try to do too much crazy shit with the dishes. Like you go to a lot of these places and they're really super fancy and they add too many ingredients. They're yeah. using like, okay. And they're trying to mask everything and try to reinvent the wheel. Like you go to a place and like, you want to get like, you know, um, freaking like a fried Diablo sauce or something like that. Not even that's a bad example, but if you want to get like a like a, a chicken marsala, right? And there's only a couple ways to make it. You can't reinvent chicken marsala, and they try no. to, and it just tastes like shit. Anyway, so yeah. second dish comes um, cavatelli pasta, which is like a uh, how would you describe cavatelli? It's like two inches long, three eighths inch wide, like spiral. It's a, yeah, it looks like French bread, but mini. Um. And uh, cavatelli pasta with a mushroom cream truffle sauce. Oh, God. Delightful. And they don't bring big portions out, like like normal size portions. Like the size of like a bowl of cereal was the... Uh, yeah, was that's cavatelli. how it should be. That's absolutely exactly. how it should be. Yeah. And then um, I had... They had duck on the menu. And they do like different things too. They'll do like quail, you know, ink, you know squid ink pasta or um linguine whatever and like not like too funky but like cool stuff to try out so i got the duck and i always get the sauce on the side because you know sometimes they drench it and it yeah. was just awesome and they had that over like a um like a potato medallions and some broccoli rob and stuff like that like just simple but like really really delicious oh man i gotta go there i gotta go back so yeah and the uh the whole bill because it's bring your own wine which is awesome. Oh, that's cool. They charge you like a twenty dollars corking fee. Yeah. Um, I think the whole bill with tip was like two hundred bucks, two hundred twenty bucks. And how, was it just you and Nikki, or was it you and the, and the kids too? Yes, Nikki and I. Yeah. That's actually that's pretty decent. Yeah, and it's not like you, there's no riffraff in there. Like you, for a you fancy gotta tuck dinner? your shirt in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like in New York. Oh gosh, New York. If you want to go to a fancy dinner, like a steakhouse, like I went to um, a steakhouse with Nick's and we had a gift certificate for like $200. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm thinking like in my head, I'm seeing just like a couple $20 bills. I got to shell out like, yeah. or whatever. Right. So we each get a steak. We share, no, we each get a salad appetizer. We each get a steak and no dessert. I had, and each of us had one cocktail. The fucking bill with tip was 350. Yeah. And we weren't in Manhattan. This is like a local steakhouse. That happens a lot. Like when you get a gift certificate, you're just like, oh, great. Like I just got, I was given a gift certificate to like pay, pay half for a meal now. Yeah, exactly. So, but, and that's because it's like, come on, like whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I had that meal. I'm going to go back because I enjoyed it. Or maybe I well, should wait. 
with the fire build. I, w- when I get another JFK layover, maybe I'll actually, maybe I'll just Uber out and have dinner. I'll come pick you up there with you guys. And you get to, right. <laughs> we looked it up yesterday. It was like an hour and 10 minutes of traffic to like Fuck that shit. To, to, yeah. I was like, dude, no way. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's so funny to be so close yet. So far away. I know, dude, I'm so pumped with game bird. I'm, I am like, I've been pro game bird. I gotta be honest. And it sucks that Philip hates us. It does suck. I don't think he, I don't think he hates us. And if he does hate us, uh, we got some explaining to do. Um, yeah. But we really didn't do anything. We just, whatever. I don't know if he hates us. <laughs> I don't kept... know if he hates us. I don't, don't want to find does. out. I, this is the problem is like, you know, it's so hard to read Philip. He's got that, like that German personality and sense of humor where he's just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I want to find out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, why I hate yeah. Facebook tag. I hate Facebook tagging. Like when people can just randomly tag you. Yeah. It, I know. Anyway, that's another story for another day, right? That's a that's a whole other whole other thing. But yeah, I um Gamebird had was it, they call it Game Fest? Gamebird Fest? Yeah. I think. Which um, is not a bad name. I think it's a cool name. I mean Yeah. And it was basically um, and I gotta be honest, like owners, right? It was like, like every owner got invited out to Bentonville to go hang out and basically go fart around for a week is kind of what it looks like. So let's pretend, let's pretend that you're Mark Pollard. You recently, say two years ago, got in or three years ago, got into flying and tailwheel and some super D stuff. Mm-hmm. You flew a couple contests, right? And sportsman, and you're looking to get something that you're looking to get like a monoplane, you know, you're successful. You got some money to, to throw around. You like the aerobatic scene. Um, and you don't have, let's just say you don't know the history so much of like um, how long extra has been around, how long Sukhoi has been around caps. Like you're just, you're completely like, you know, you're, you're a virgin to like to everything in, in monoplanes at this point. Right. Sure. And you're, you're a smart dude. Well, you are a smart dude, but you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of this is false already, but go ahead. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and you're like, I want to do snap, you know, I want to do some snaps. I'm never going to, I'm, I'm not flying unlimited, you know, not to say the game birds on unlimited airplane, but like, you know, you're just a normal dude, right? Yeah. What airplane? Oh, that's not, that's a, not the way I want to phrase it. Um, excuse me. Um, after seeing, so today at this point in time, after seeing everything going on with extra, you know, the way, I would assume that person's going to look at extra right now. It's like, it's unstable. They sold the company. Now there's no support right now for it. Like, and you don't know how, how much of a foothold extra has at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, you're looking at it from an outside perspective and you're like, what the fuck is going on with this company? And um, you're looking at game bird and it's like, all right, like they're doing events. Planes are, you know, all different paint schemes. They're us based. You know, it's backed by a, a major company. So, you know, the future is, is super strong. Like, what airplane are you going with? And they oh, and they offer financing. That's a what really if- that's a really good question. And it's a really interesting topic to think about because, you know, we always look at it, you and I always look at it, or a lot of us look at it like in, in our chat groups and things like that. We look at it from our own perspective of being total acro geeks, right? Like we've been yeah. paying attention into this, we've been immersed in this world. We have doctorates. Basically, right? You know, we've been paying doctor. attention to the history. <laughs> doctor. Hello, doctor. Dr. Petra. Um, 
we've been paying attention to this sport for a long time. We've we've watched our our heroes and our mentors uh, yeah. and, and um, idols and what they fly, what they've flown basically their entire professional careers uh, for decades. You know, we've been paying attention to this stuff for a long time. So we have. And, and the fact that, you know, we know Eric and Marcus extra, like we interact with them almost on a daily basis in one way or another, um, through text. Um, yeah. and we both own extras. Like we, it's a, it's a really different perspective than I would say even most extra owners have, right. Maybe, uh, the majority of extra owners in the country, they might have talked to Southeast arrow and know Doug, cause maybe they bought the airplane from Doug Veda, um, and Kramer. Um, but you know, coming into the sport now where it's just like, Hey, I'm just, I'm just a guy or a girl that wants uh you know, kind of a hot rod airplane. I, I love that it's aerobatic capable and I'll get some training. I, I've, I've flown a little bit at a flight school. I, I, I did Akron and Satabria and I, I have the money and the means. Yeah. Let me research what to buy in the U S and certainly in a lot of cases, you're going to be asking people what, you know, you're gonna be asking people for advice. Um, right. I don't. I, I'm. I'm curious as to see now. Gamers are selling like hotcakes. Uh, let's let's say that first and foremost. But I wonder how many people actually do lean towards uh, saying game bird from personal experience or from what I'm about to say is like. And what you just said, if you look at the the face values of, the, of both companies, if you're just kind of researching what to buy, and this isn't um, an argument to 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 buy products made in America versus not. I don't want to get into that. Um, but cause I don't care, like extra being made in Germany, like they're freaking fantastic airplanes. Like we both own them. Obviously they're fantastic airplanes, but having, if you start looking at the ability to get support, the ability to not have to call another country for a part or just support in general, a question, right. Yeah. Uh, being able to just ask a question, uh, call a support line or call Philip. Cause I, we all know that, that every well, me- owner has Philip's number in their phone and can call or text Philip and be like, Hey, yeah. What's going on here? Hey, why does this airplane do this? And he'll answer. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that Eric and Marcus wouldn't do that. I'm just saying that that's not, I don't think that's the relationship they've built with their owners. And that's not, I'm not saying that's good or bad. That's just, it, they're a different company. And I think you, when you look at Gamebird, you look at the uh, the fact that they're made in the US, huge uh, support from Walmart and the Waltons. Um, and when I say huge support, like that's that's the, you know, the money backing is, is from the Waltons. Um, yeah. and I think it was a smart play. I think they're doing a lot of, um, interesting things with the GB two coming out or whatever they're going to call it, uh, and going that angle. I think they, they've, they've looked beyond just simply making aerobatic airplanes, which that, that remains to be seen, whether that is going to be good or bad. Um, you know, extra eat, sleeps and breathes, uh, aerobatic airplanes, right. They tried, uh, with the extra 400. Yeah. Um, but really their bread and butter has been, been aerobatics. So yeah. I think now you look at the financing, you look at uh, and the like, ability that both, both airplanes Let me throw something else on the fire too. Like, like you're, you're this guy that we're talking about, right? This random dude, like you, you're tossed, you're, you like them both, right? Um, next thing that anybody should do is go for a demo flight, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So how do you go for a demo flight in an extra right now? You don't. Right. So that, to me, uh, that's that, like. That, that that's, that's a, a that's point. a that's a uh, uh, a no go item at that point for an extra yeah yeah and I don't I know, mean unless you really want one I don't know the dynamics right now um, with with so most people know that Southeast Arrow uh, was sold to Jim Burke 
who uh, renamed it uh, Extreme Aerosports, right? Um, since then, and this is just, this is public, but the relationship with Extra has changed. Uh, we don't need to get into the details there. Um, Extra has since started um, an operation in Deland, Florida with a facility, and they're going to have Extra USA out of Deland, yeah. Florida. Um, Marianne crashed uh, the NG that I believe was Southeast Arrows Demo Bird, if I yeah. remember correctly. I think Doug Veda had another NG either coming or there that was going to be a Demo Bird. I'm not 100% sure on that, but God only knows where that is and what's going on uh, on that side of the fence. And we don't, you know, it's not not for us to get into, yeah. but um, the long story short is uh, in the US, unless you call Dagmar or unless you call somebody that owns an NG, which is like, that's not very official, you know, and, and somebody that wants to demo should be able to go. I mean, you go, if you want to demo a 182 Cessna 182 or a Bonanza, you call Textron and then you fly out to Wichita and they set you up a demo flight. Like it's, it's, it'd be like test driving a car. It's, it's pretty official. Yeah. Now, if you just like ask your buddy, like, man, how do I go fly an NG to see if I like it? And like, Oh, let me call Dagmar. And Dagmar's like, yeah, you can, like, you know, fly out to Colorado, I guess. And like, I'll take you up or whatever. Yeah. Um, and for and somebody that doesn't want to ask favors, like, you know what? The other thing too, is like, you're totally spending half, a over half million. You're asking half, you're spending a half a million dollars. Well, more now, but like still, yeah, you're spending Save a half million dollars. Yeah. It's like going into like a Ferrari dealership and being like, oh, let me look at this. I'm looking at this 488, right? It's like, all right, like you want it? Well, I want to drive first. Well, let me call around and see who's got one. Yeah. You got to <laughs> ask. Uh, yeah. Ask, ask uh, Tom. Uh, Tom. Tom's got yeah. one. Go ask uh, Vincenzo with the pizza shop. Yeah. He's got one. To go, yeah, to so go like, actually drive their pride and joy. Yeah. It, it's definitely... Um, it's, and the it, other thing too is like in a tough spot, dude. Extra's in a tough spot right now with regard right. to that, and it's gonna it's gonna be rectified. Um, and people like me, I'm not even me because I want to talk about my experience again and some other things I didn't really mention. But like, if you talk to somebody like you know Bobby Holly, you talk to um, Aaron, you know these people that have flown it that are highly unlimited capable pilots, they're gonna yeah. find differences. They are absolutely gonna find differences. Oh yeah, um, and you know. You have to like when I, you know, and Philip was really, I went there on a whim with a buddy of mine who was, who was flying one. And I just went there to go like be around aerobatic lanes, you know? And Philip was like, oh, you know, like, come on, let's go fly it. And I was like, nah, man, like, I really appreciate it, but like, I'm not in a market for, for anything. Like, I can't afford it. Like, I don't want to, that's not fair to you, you know, to put time on this airplane and don't want to waste the time. Yeah. Like, I, it's just not fair. Like, I'm not a, I, I promise, like, I, like I'll give a fair shot if I'm ever in the market for a two seat. It's like, no, no, no. And like side note, like that's a really positive thing to have as a company, like to like, whether it was a sales tactic or not, it seemed genuine to me. Um, but anyway, um, you know, and I flew it and, you know, I flew the LX and I flew it the GB uh, one. And, you know, I, I think I have, uh, I wouldn't say a decent amount of experience, but I have experience in aerobatic planes and Absolutely. like, yeah, yeah, I can find some differences, but like, you know, like there's pros and cons with, with, with both of them. And like if extra, if the LX or NG is performance wise coming up on top by like, say 5%, you know, you like this airplane 5% ish more than the GB one without taking into account 
the, you know, the headquarters in the US, the support, the, you know, Game Fest, which I want to talk about, like those things, that's just going to drench, drench over extra because the market is not for people like me. It's not for people like Aaron. That's not the market. There's, there's, there's a baker's dozen of those pilots, you yeah. know, um, the market is for the serious guys. It's for the guys that want to go fast in a straight line or, you know, want to do a loop and a roll, fly intermediate, maybe dabble in advance. Like that's the, not even like competition aerobatics. They just want to put the smoke on and do some tumbles. Like you see all these videos, most game bird videos are just, are very basic, you know, basic stuff. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, no, like, it's an airplane. Have fun. And it's an airplane. It's a platform that you can do that very, very safely in without yeah. even thinking about the airplane. Whereas like, you know, anytime you're flying a Citabria, like, I will say the airplane's easier like, to land than it is easier to land in an extra, but not by much, it, but it is easier. Well, how yeah. so? Um, the gear's a little bit, uh, a little more, more width in that between taller, the gear. Taller and, uh, yeah, and wider gear. It's yeah. coupled about, coupled about the same. The wing's slightly lower and you have a little bit more viz uh, with the canopy. I wish they would get, I, I'm sure it was for certification, but I wish they would get rid of that bar that goes across the front of the windscreen and just have it a one piece windscreen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I got to be honest. I mean, and I'll say it out loud. And I love Marcus and and the extra products. I love. I think the SC is is still the ultimate. It's the um, gold standard. It is, and I think that if even now, if I was if I had the money and I wanted to buy, you know, a two, I'd probably be going because I'm cheap and I I don't want to take a hit on depreciation. But um, but it, it would be. I think I would be leaning more towards Gamebird. I got to be honest because the the extra I haven't flown the NG, but you're I'm not buying a two seat airplane to 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 win nationals in unlimited. No, and we know? keep talking. We keep talking about that too. Like, and I I do. I, we keep talking about. It, I keep talking about it because I want to see it. I do want to see the GB1 at nationals or high high level competition. I want to see the NG in high level competition air shows. Both of those airplanes. Um, you know, yeah. I was really excited when when the idea of Patty Wagstaff uh, flying a GB1 in air shows because I I think that airplane needs to be flown in air shows. These airplanes need to be kind of exposed yeah. in that in that in that kind of facet. But let's be real the the market somebody in the market for a an SC is not buying a GB1. They're not buying an NG either. They're not buying an LX either. You yeah. know, they're really not. Um, they they need an SC. They need an MXS. They need a single seat unlimited capable airplane. So the, let me ask you for so, these airplanes. And honestly, we're probably the recession did or not a recession, uh, but COVID didn't help um, w- in this regard. But, you know, we have but if a new company th- can make it through COVID like that. I mean, that's showing. Oh, huge. Tremendous, I mean, they were still making airplanes. strength. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think they laid off anybody. Um, you, you got, you have um, multiple flight schools and um, outfits that do kind of like what I do, upset recovery, spin recovery. Uh, uh, training and air, you know, aerobatic recreational aerobatic training, right? Um, you have APS, you have uh, prevalence. Um, gosh, yeah. there's a couple others. You have, you know, outfits like Sky Combat Ace. All, yeah. all of those that I just mentioned fly extras, all of them, 100%. Um, and they were basically all 300Ls and 300LXs um, where they could find them. So there was a huge used market where these, the secondary market where these airplanes could be bought, um, not at full price, not at, not at new prices. 
And, you know, these places have like Sky Comet Ace has like four or five extras. APS has two or three. Prevalence, I think, has three. Um, those aren't the only outfits out there. You know, there's a lot of places that have a single yeah. extra uh, here and there. Um, these th- those types of places would be absolutely ripe. I mean, if a new place stood up and, and had some backing and, you know, you throw a few million dollars at, a, at an operation that you're going to you're going to make to to do aerobatic training, upset recovery training and spin training, and you know, to satisfy insurance requirements for for um, aircraft owners, uh, flight schools, flight departments, corporate flight departments, all that kind of stuff. That's a huge market, by the way. Um, it's a huge market yeah. that that the game bird would be absolutely a smart buy for that market. It's a it's a tremendous airplane for for that market. Um, they're just not the 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 solo buyer for that airplane is probably the same as the ng it's it's and you're right it's like it's the cirrus owner or it's somebody that's got a couple of different airplanes in fact i'm talking to a guy right now he he owns a cj2 citation he owns a 172 and i think he owns a cirrus and he's like and he i he messaged me last week he's like i want to buy an extra like i want to learn more about buying an extra because he you just wants send a him to ben, send him to benville certainly going to have that conversation absolutely because it's because think, like even if you're sure, like you need to go fly it. Like you need to like, it's a good experience yeah. to, to test out everything. Um, so what's, what's the answer? So hypothetical Mark. What- it's looking at everything. And if, it, it, well, here's the hard thing is, is, is this person, this hypothetical person doing more research and then finding out that the support in the United States for extra is not necessarily as. It's, it's right now, right now, today. You know, like what you see is what you get. Like you, mm-hmm. you're, you're that three year old, you're that three year experienced person. Um, and you know, if you push hard enough, um, you know, I'm sure you get in touch with, with the Germans over there and start speaking to somebody here, but you know, like we're, we're, I don't want to make assumptions, but, um, you know, Gamebird is what it is right now, and and yeah. and extras going through a transition right now, and and yeah. and you need an, and you want an airplane now. Well, and let's be very clear uh, about the culture of extra, uh, and this isn't good or bad. It just it just is, is that um, for people like us, or for people that have are have been competing, or have been flying these airplanes, or have been immersed in these <coughs> this world where you're watching extras, extras yeah. are extras. You, you, you don't have to fly one, right? It's People a known like, quantity. Yeah, it's a known quantity. Uh, if you want a two-seat extra, go buy a, a midwing, go buy an L, go buy an LX, go buy an LT. If you want something a little faster for cross-country, uh, you don't you don't, don't worry about flying one. You know, somebody might have flown in one, gotten a ride in one once, and they remember it, and then they see them all over the place, and they want to buy something, and they want to buy an extra. They're just going to go buy it. They don't need to go they don't need to go test drive one for five hours, you know, to make this decision. They've just yeah. never been sold like that. Right. I mean, how many people have bought SCs having maybe flown one once, but maybe not, they just know it's the best, right? Well, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. I unless mean, you want, if you push you want, hard uh, enough, but like, yeah, okay. You do have a choice. You always have a choice, but like, no, but if you want far- extra, if you want the ultimate extra, you kind of don't, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's the SC. But if you wanted like, to, you don't have to have flown one. Like I wanted a new airplane. I wanted a new airplane that I knew the history of because I knew I was going to be flying it hard. So I didn't want to get something that I didn't know if it had been beat on. You know, I wanted a fresh motor. Blah blah blah. So yeah. 
what are my choices? MX wasn't it wasn't back in the market yet, uh, new new wise at least. So what are my choice? I have one choice. Yeah, you know, and I think that I don't think that you're gonna see. I don't think the the bottom line of of extras balance sheet is gonna change at all. In fact, it's I think. Uh, well, no, if anything, I don't want to speak finish. Yeah, but like I I do think that Gamebird is um is is supplying a product that is going to get more people interested in aerobatics that is it's just more readily available they're making it they're making aerobatics and this airplane very available to people that that do have funds or potentially are very close to having the funding of it well look at look at the american market or the american manufacturer uh list of of uh people that make aerobatic airplanes, right? So you have American champion makes the super decathlon, the extreme decathlon. Uh, you have, um, Aviat who makes the pits S 2 C you have game bird makes the mm-hmm. GP one. And there might be some other, um, you know, certified airplanes that, that are aerobatic capable, but that wouldn't be considered in the aerobatic world. Right. Did I miss any? It was basically the three in the U S that yeah, are made for aerobatics, much. right? Yeah. Um, a super decathlon is an extreme decathlon. Uh, it's like 400. I yeah. think it's close to four. Um, Aviat will make a Pitts S2C uh, made to order. It's a half million dollars for a fucking tube and fabric and wood biplane. Yeah. Um, a plus six minus five airplane. <laughs> okay. Half a million dollars. Um, and then you have Gamebird. And boy, if you're talking about. Um, the differences between those three manufacturers, I mean, granted American champion, you know, they make tons of different models and and all those models are kind of based on the same airframe. Um, in fact, I think the fuselage tubing, I think between like the scout, Satabria, super decathlon, extreme decathlon, I think is the same. I, I might be speaking out of turn, but I think it's the same. So it's like, you can, you know, they have the tooling and, and it's like, basically yeah. it's like, um, it's like making wigs. It's like pick a color at the end. Right. And then they can kind of change it up. That's, that's a little bit like, you know, uh, obviously the wings are very different between the fleets, but yeah, you know, um, they're still building a bunch of airplanes and there's a lot to be said. They build. A there's a, I, I think know. some of the success too, um, from American champion is, is relatable to not some, it's just super relatable to game bird. I mean, you, you can go, you go to the factory, you walk the factory and, and you see, you could touch yes. it, you could, you could feel it. And yeah. that means that's to me, I think that that will, that sells them it's cool. over its it's cool. you know, getting to see how the sausage gets made is not something we get to do very often when we purchase something like that. Right. Yeah. We, we really don't, you know, when we buy a car, we don't tour the factory to, to, I mean, I think you can like, I think Corvette was or uh, Chevy was selling like an experience with the Corvette where like when your serial number was going through the assembly line, like you could go literally fly out and go watch it go through and get, yeah. you know, get welded up and stuff like that. And I mean, I this, this is like, like that, super, super rare. important purchases for people. Like people have saved decades, their whole lives. Like the guy, one of my friends right now, he's an older gentleman. Um, he put a year and a half, he put a deposit on a vet and he, I just saw him like 10 days ago and he was like, like a kid in high school, man. Like he was like, my car's on the assembly line. And like, I saw, I happened to see him like frequently, like three other times and yeah. not even like, Hey, what's up, man. He's like cars. He was like so freaking pumped. Cause this yeah, guy's yeah. been waiting like 40 fucking years or no, sorry, 30 years to, to get himself 
you know, a weekend car. I mean, like he's put his kids through college. He was driving, you know, he drives the it's minivan. Like it's a huge deal. And like, to, and I, I don't want to knock extra because I, you know, you and I have been very transparent in how we feel. I love like, extra, man. Yeah. I, I love the airplane, but to me, like, you know, I, I want to be wined and dined a little bit. I got to be honest. Like, and, well, and people do now too. Like your extras, we're all watching it kind of a change into the guard, you know, millennials. Yeah. Um, they, they don't, they don't want to waste any time. In fact, you know, these lead times are going to be problematic here as millennials start to get more money um, because they want it now. But yeah. we also, we also want an experience, you know, it's like, um, I think, before I do think that that's like, part of business uh, Phillips uh, business model though. I mean, is, is people love to wait. They they will never admit it. But you know, that's why you go to a restaurant, there's always a line at your favorite restaurant. People love to wait. And, well, and, and aircraft manufacturers have been doing there's nothing new about this. Gulfstream's done it with the G650, yeah. where it's like they could pump these out faster if they wanted there's to. There's no question that Philip can be pumping out more gamers if he wanted to, but he's yeah. you know it keeps the demand high, you know. It keeps it, the it demand high and it keeps labor steady. And you know, well, look at people I, like Joe I, McMurray. You know, the, the anticipation, yeah. like he's going down and flying with Sean Tucker at Tatima in, in, in Sean's GB1. He's going yeah. out to Game Fest, you know, um, he's like. And there's no question. There's no question they, they can do it because they have like, you know, we saw it on their on their Instagram or Facebook where they bought like 40 Lycoming engines and 100 mm-hmm. J3Xs. Like they have the product. So they know, you know, it's it was it's just a super smart move. But um no, and they're building an ecosystem. You know, it's kind of like the iPhone. Like when the yeah. iPhone came out, it's not so much anymore, but I mean, I don't know if you remember this, like when the iPhone came out, what, 14 years ago, 13 years ago now, um, yeah. it was like you bought one, you, and then <clears throat> when somebody else bought one, you like, there was like this, like, hey, we we get it. Or, or like, we're in this thing, we're in this thing together, which is so yeah. stupid, right? It's a freaking cell phone. Who gives a shit? But, you the know, brand. all these game birds, it, it, like these owners, or they have a they have a common interest. They have an alignment. And then when when Gamer goes a long way. And, no, yeah, absolutely. And when Philip and Gamebird do these events where you fly out to the factory, it's like we're we're part of a collective. We're a part of this thing that's bigger than just us. Whereas extra is very you feel very disconnected. Unless you and people are bored. People are fucking bored, and they and they need a place to go. Like these these people that are successful, or in this in this niche market of of aerobatic planes. Like they want to, they're, they're active people. Like they want to do something. It, it's not about, you know, like how many Ferrari owners own a Ferrari because they want to do the rallies. Like how many people, like there's so many car owners that, that really could give a fuck about the car. They just want to yeah. be around people and the camaraderie. And that's oh, a all, all the, um, all the, uh, like cars and coffee and stuff like that. It's that's like how why many, you own cars like that. How many mil- not millionaires, but how many people that have Ferraris talk their friend into getting a Ferrari and like, oh, yeah. It's what it is, you know. Absolutely. So, like, you know, it, this whole game fest thing was was it was, was really, you know, talk about an investment into the future because, like, we're talking about it. Those people are talking about it, and I bet you dollars to donuts that like the people that went are coming back. They're going into their successful business, whether they own it or not, and they're being around. They're around other successful people now. Like, hey, like, hey, Joe, like, what'd you do this weekend? Be like, dude, like. I got this airplane. I 0% financed it. I pay like 3000 a month. It goes over 200 miles an hour. I can fly a thousand miles. I went to like, I went to Bentonville, Arkansas, which is owned by like the Walton family. It's all built up. He's got all these sick warbirds. We're getting helicopter rides in Hueys, like wind and dine. Like 
that guy's going to go on his computer and be like gamecomposites.com. Let's, let's see what this is about. I hunt a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and it's not, and not one bit of that conversation was, Oh, well the plane rolls three, you know, 420 degrees a second. You could fly unlimited aerobatics. It tumbles. Cause like, that's not, that has nothing to do with, with, with their market that of selling airplanes to, to that customer. Like, it's not about that. No, no, I think it's, you know? and yeah, I agree. I like it. So, I, I like it. I think, I think if you're just kind of blind, uh, blind buying, not blind buying, but um, you're, no. you're not thinking about aspirations above just wanting a good airplane that you can buy um, that has an ecosystem surrounding it. Um, that's highly capable and fun and new game bird, man, we, we talk about game bird a lot, but uh, I think, I think you're hard pressed to look at anything else. Yeah. I think that a lot of people look at it. They look at it with uh, rose colored glasses, almost with extras, but like with game bird, like everybody wants to compare it to like, if Rob Holland was going to get into a game bird and Rob Holland was going to fly to MXS, like which one's better? It's like, well, fuck, obviously the MXS yeah. is better. That's we not the market. Or like, sorry, uh game bird or, or if Rob was going to get in an engine, like that's not, Rob is not the person that they are, they are, they are investing marketing wise into like, it's like, all right, it's, if not we his, take, it's not the demographic. If we, if we take Kevin from accounting and stick him in a GB two, I mean a GB one and an NG and give him, you know, the three day experience, you know, he'd be sitting on a ramp in the land or fucking partying in, in Bentonville and flying aerobatics and doesn't know, you know, he's just going upside down in an airplane first. Time. What, what is he going to buy? Yeah. You know, that's a no brainer. Yeah. So like, I think that every, like, even our listeners are super hardcore and like, I get it. Like you're going to go extra and, and that's a, and that's, that's a good choice. Like, but like right now, like for me, like I'm, I'm, I'm not even on the fence. I think I'm going game bird. I got to be honest. It's a the hard plane looks sick argument. in a single place canopy. I mean, I hate some things about it, but that are designed things that honestly up close, like in person, I didn't really, it, the plane doesn't photograph as well as an extra. Let's just say that. Extras but are it, beautiful. I think the lines on an extra are just way prettier. Yeah. I, in I person, think in general, the it's way great. prettier. Yeah. But I, I, I like got to be honest, I think I'm going to go game bird. Well, you're going to take it off. You just take it off. Yeah. Rip it right off. So what's the choice, hypothetical man? I think all things considered right now, Game Bird would be a hard one to not choose. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know what the most recent price thing is, though. Well, <laughs> yeah. from what we've heard, they're they're getting up there, man. They're, they're yeah. not cheap. And I'll tell you what, you know, even the hypothetical person just getting into it, that's one that's one element, but like right now, again, as much as I love extra, I love Walter. I love Marcus. I love Eric. Um, oh, totally. I, I, I back them a hundred percent. I think um, they've, they, they've, they've earmarked their place in history, in aviation history. I mean, they've made the best aerobatic airplanes on the planet bar none. I mean, the, the world aerobatic championships prove that. I mean, it's the winningest aircraft. It's a phenomenal legacy that they if they stopped at making airplanes today nobody is going to is going to be able to do anything in aerobatics without talking about extra it's a huge legacy that they're that they've created um but I, i'm worried right now about we know that there's going to be a finish line and that deland is going to open up and there's going to be support 
but um you know you kind of do worry about the ability to, to to support an airplane right now uh if you buy an extra if you buy a used extra like where if you didn't have like raise aviation in santa paula if you didn't have that um or if you don't have like like in my case my ia was rocky one of rocky hills mechanics and and built rocky hills airplane like that guy knows extras you know if you don't have that if you just have some guy um that is your mechanic on your 172 and then like you buy an extra like that they don't know what to, they just have no idea what to look for on an aerobatic airplane let alone an extra so that that lack of support of of proper maintenance and then parts makes me nervous you know when is is deland really going to be stood up with a parts inventory where i don't have to wait two and a half weeks to get a part from uh, from uh, germany you know um how robust is their parts inventory going to be in the u.s we don't know yeah that's the thing i don't know um you know that you can call bentonville and get a wheel pan today if i if i trash a wheel pan with a flat tire i can get a wheel pan today and honestly they could probably paint it in their booth because they have the color code and then ship it out to me painted you know there's something to be said for that and that's Honestly, when I, uh, the older I get, the more I start kind of looking when I buy something, I want to know what kind of support structure, whatever I'm buying has, because I don't want to have to worry about it. And not that I worry about my extra right now, but it, um, I, that would be, that would be something I'd be thinking about. Yeah. Um, I, I like how Bentonville is a little more centrally located. Not that you have to fly out there to do anything, but um, you know, if you wanted to go visit, it's great. You know, uh, you can you can go visit if you just want to like visit the factory every year. If you want to go get, I, I'm sure Philip offers this, but uh, annual recurrent training in your airplane for insurance purposes or just for safety purposes. Like, go get three hours a year with Philip and or one of his instructors in Bentonville. You know, that's a that's a really cool thing, and I'm sure he offers it. If he doesn't, he should. Um, and Gamebird owners should take him up on that. You know, um, that's that's the kind of support structure. And 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 backing that I kind of would love to see yeah. when I buy something is can I get parts? When I call somebody, are they going to answer? Um, you know, Germany is what eleven hours? Are they are they eleven hours different? Twelve hours? They no, might almost six. be twelve. Is it six? Yes. Yeah, um, okay, so it's not as bad as I. Um, God, who was I just trying to call? It was twelve or eleven. I don't remember. Um, oh, sorry, you're on the west coast. That's why I'm like, wow, you're way off. Yeah. Oh, is, um, okay. So is it nine then for me? Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that's what it is, but it's like, you know, that's, that can make it difficult to, t- you know, if you want to have, if you need five email interactions to solve something that could take days on a nine hour split. Um, I really want to find out if the financing option is still available because I just plugged it into like a mortgage calculator. Yeah. So, so let me go back here and, um, if you go on gamecomposites.com, you can assemble, you can write up your, you can basically put together the airplane that you want. Um, yeah. um, the price did go up. It's 607,000 base, um, which is a lot of money, um, but it's a known known thing. I, I don't know if extra lists their price on it. I, I see like, that's the thing that really bugs me with extras is like, you don't know the pricing. No. I, I don't know how much of that was Southeast Arrow too. Um, there, there was a lot yeah. of fuckery. Uh, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll just say it, uh, and I won't sugarcoat it. There was a lot of fuckery, not not scammy stuff, but just like yeah. the prices were fluid. 
from Southeast Arrow a little it was bit. Weird. They were a little fluid. Yeah. Very it was frustrating. a little weird. Um, so so I, I like that. I put the airplane together. I put a single place canopy option on it. Well, it's very easy to use the website. Again, the website, go on there and, and play around a little bit. It's called gamecomposites.com. Went to a mortgage calculator. So it came to $630,000 and it was 20,000 for a single place canopy, which is about the going rate for, for single places. Um, anyway, I couldn't get it down to 0%. So the interest rate was 1.12, uh, down payment good. of, a yeah. Uh, down payment of a hundred thousand dollars off of six thirty. So your mortgage amount was five hundred thirty thousand. Your monthly payments forty three hundred a month. So tell me some guy like that makes I don't know maybe like four hundred grand a year. That's probably their their lower end tier of of who do you want to sell these things to three hundred thousand. You know something like that. Yeah. You know that because like that's you're talking you're talking Ferrari Lambo numbers. So like. Yes. If somebody is already a pilot, like where are you going to go? You can't take your Lamborghini nowadays and go drive 200 miles. You can take it to the track, but then you get, that's like, talk about like a click. Like you got to know people that, you know, you got to have a friend that's in there and, and get you into the Ferrari club and blah, blah, blah. Like that's a whole nother fucking thing of, of ego right there. But like, um, what should we call it? Um, you know, you can't use, my point is you, you buy a supercar, you can't use it. Yeah. You know, nobody's using it. Um, certainly not for what it's intended. You have to be, there's another level of wealth when you can buy a car like that and then trash it. Cause let's face it. When you, when you, if you're taking it to the track, you're trashing it. Whereas the game bird, if you fly it in advance, that's, that's where it wants to live. Like you're not doing any damage flying advanced or intermediate in that thing. Whereas like a a track day on a Ferrari, you're trashing the tires, brake pads, you're putting tons of wear on the engine and people that um, were like drivetrain we had some people that they were you know extra is basically like it doesn't matter like extra can can be painted like a piece of shit or or whatever and they'll still say like it's it's the best paint job ever because like they're just so biased towards extra and they were like kind of like shitting a little bit on on this game fest and everything like that but like, you know, we're talking about like supercars or Ferraris and stuff like that. And these, and these car meets or toys for tots drives and stuff. And it's so relatable to game fest because like the, the people, they don't, they, they want a place to go. Like it's, and that's why they go. And like game bird now supplying like that. Like, I just think it was such a cool thing. And it made me like, look at my extra and be like, why is an extra doing this shit? Yeah. Like, why can't, why can't we have, I even said it in the group. And like, why can't, why can't extra have like over, you know, whether it's in one place or rotates around the country, like extra fest or whatever the heck. And now extras in a, you know, it was a, it was a really good idea by Gamebird and, you know, it's going to be shitty because extra is going to copy the whole thing, but like, well, they should at least, but still it's like now all of a sudden, like you're, you're copying Gamebird or I hope they do. They probably won't, but you know, um, they're, they're going to cut. And now it's like, oh, now are they competing? What's going on? Are they competing with Gamebird now? Like now all of a sudden, like Gamebird entered the chat and, and is, is, you know, trying to gain some market share on us. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I don't feel really... like they, need, they, I bet extra doesn't feel like they need to, which I guess they're right. But it's like, I do I love that on a lot. We've talked they're about doing a lot for the sport. They're doing a lot for IAC. They're doing a lot for aerobatics and it. And I think they've been really quiet about it and humble about it, but 
I think that everybody, even if you don't like Gamebird, you really can't be biased here. You have to really appreciate what they're doing. They're bringing a lot of people into, into you know, um, into well, not aerobatic flying. How would you what would you describe like what would you what would you title this that this market of customers that they they got? Boy, um, I don't I don't know that I have like sport a, flying. Um, yeah, yeah, that that's a great way to put it because it's not it's not people that are just simply wanting to go compete. And yeah. that's okay. And they don't have to go compete. Um, but people that want to, they want a high performance, high performance flying, really. I mean, you know, they, they yeah. want a hot rod. They, they want a hot rod. They want an airplane that they can do some loops and rolls in and, and, uh, and do it and well they, and reliably. And most people that like have this kind of money, they're very smart or, you know, they want this to be like their release. Like they want this to be um, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. they they want they want that I, I want to say it, but like they want to be wined and dined. Like they want to be they want to be like wh- wh- what's the word I'm looking for? I can't fucking think of it. Like they just they want to they want to be made feel felt important. Yeah, in their in their purchase. Sure. Well, again, when you buy a Ferrari or you buy a Corvette, you're you're there are clubs there's the corvette club of america there's ferrari club of america ferrari usa or whatever um you know you can go the second you buy a ferrari new there's meets and um drives that that people do sunday drives you know like especially in southern california like the big one is to do you know cars and coffee and um god i think it was in malibu but um you know and then drive up drive up through Malibu, drive up through, uh, um, God, what is that? Can't if that really well-known a dragon um, dragon's tail. Yeah, there's that. And then there's, um, I can't think of it right now. Um, uh, but big, you know, obviously like very, very well-known like Kirby roads yeah. and, and, and drives and totally. every weekend there's, there's, you know, yeah. things, and whether, to do. They, whether game bird meant to do it or not, they're creating a really, really big network of, of people that are you know into into the same hobby or want to be around the same hobby or well and this might be this or, might be Stu uh you know because Stu Stu Walton's heavily involved you know he he was at Game Fest and it's like to have Stu Walton just like kind of running around like smiling yeah. and and like shooting the shit and being being a part of the group this might be a this might be something that that he kind of brought over from the Warbird world because that, that's another thing it's like if you buy a P51 Mustang the second you own that Mustang, you're a part of this is super cliche and cheap, but you're kind of a part of a yeah, you're a part of a brotherhood and a sisterhood of people that own 100% and operate these airplanes. And then all of a sudden, you're you're doing gatherings of Mustangs or gatherings of warbirds. It's like it's almost like you bought you bought into a church of that world. Because you know? think about it, like we go back to talking about the Ferrari guy, right? who's like hanging around his friend with a 488 and like, let's say, you know, I'm sure there's people that like that, that friend who hasn't bought anything yet that the Ferrari guy's like, Oh, you got to get it. Blah, 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 blah. And let's just say the guy's like 60 years old or 55 years old, a little overweight. Like it's not an easy car to get in and out of. It's not, but he's still going to fucking buy it. Would he be better off in a fucking like an AMG Mercedes? That's like more comfortable hundred percent, but they still buy the Ferrari because they want to be a part of the group. Yeah, they're not practical in almost any sense of the word. If you and have 
you have to basically roll out of a 488. It's it, you can, there's no graceful exit of a lot of these cars. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same and it's the same thing with with I hate to say it because I don't cuz you know, I'm more towards the performance side of the things, but like it's the same thing with like a game bird and an NG, like an NG is probably more comfortable. You know, an NG may be but like you know, like that guy doesn't give a fuck. He wants to go to like be around. He wants to make friends. Maybe the guy, you know, has been working in the fucking basement his whole life and he wants to make friends like, yeah, or whatever. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I I'm really Joe McMurray bought this, that airplane after going to Bentonville and, and being, and, and receiving that experience for sure. I mean, if we went, we (laughs) podcast, but um, I think that sold him. Absolutely. No, at a hundred percent. He told me at a hundred percent sold him. Absolutely. How can you go out there? And and do all that stuff. And you can't honestly say like if you put Joe McMurray in an NG or GB1, and when he gets, I'm sure he's going to try to, he's going to eventually fly advanced. That when he's in advance, it's not the airplane that's going to be getting him the scores. It's Joe McMurray, you know, or or yeah. whatever. So like it has nothing to do. The performance envelope of those two airplanes is 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 not the issue, um, you know, in that standard. You know, if Joe's wants to be an aerobat you know uh, an unlimited aerobatic plane um the ng or the gb1 isn't even the right choice in my opinion you have to go sc or mxs yeah and wait you know mxs is a whole nother fucking topic which is yeah. frustrating but honestly like gosh i mean philip flew to gb1 and unlimited and and it flew really well like this is it's i don't know i'm i'm really happy with gb1 i wish i can i wish i had a gazillion dollars oh, you really need you know what you really, I think you would really, I liked it. I really did. Um, again, like it's hard being around a lot of these, like these uh, extra guys that drink the Kool-Aid and I can totally appreciate it. Like they, it's a great product and and you love it, but. Yeah. I love the extra dude. I love extras. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta you look at not. things from an unbiased point of view and like the extra does have some faults and, and like everything else. Um, so like, I don't know. I mean, it's a great time. It, I'm excited for the timing right now. It's with aerobatics or sport planes because extra is going to be setting up a U.S. headquarters. So I'm curious how they're going to, I think they're going to set it up um, very um, German, meaning like very white glove, very sterile, very organized. Yeah. Um, if you've ever been to Southeast Arrow, um, it looks like somebody fucking lit a bomb and everything yeah. is just everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see if they do more of like a car dealership type of thing where they have demos and, and they're a little, hopefully they're a lot more customer friendly and you don't have to know somebody to be able to get in because that that's an issue. Yeah. Um, so like, it's just, it's exciting. I, and, and I think everybody really needs to, to understand, not understand. I think that people need to really have an appreciation for what Gamebird's doing and, and in terms of helping grow, um, you know, the monoplanes and sports flying, you know, airbag people getting into the hobby that we all love, you know? Yeah. No. And, and I think, uh, looking beyond, you know, I think what you're going to see is like, you know, the, the, the people that buy these airplanes don't typically keep them forever. Right. They want something fun for a few years and then maybe they, they, they dump it and get something else. Um, this is going to create a secondary market. I mean, let's be very, I want to make this very clear. The reason why the 300L 
in part was so popular was its secondary market, its resale market. You could go buy one and a bunch of people did and repurposed a lot of these new 300Ls uh, and gave them a second life and 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 a third, you know, sometimes third and fourth life, right? Because um, they've been lasting and then it, it, then they become affordable enough to where some people are buying them that that couldn't afford one that do have the talent or or the desire to go yeah. compete or do these things at a higher level. And I think I think you're going to see not not because they need to be sold, but I think you're going to see a, a secondary market for the game bird and eventually yeah. the NG as well. That where these people are going to be a little bit more approachable. And then you might see somebody buy one that that is going to teach, um, you know, buy them for a school or or an individual is going to buy them and start teaching in them. And then, then you start kind of seeing like really what, what they're capable of. We've seen what, what they're capable of, you know, Phillips demoed the airplane at a lot of air shows, Oshkosh and Reno. And I saw, I watched the airplane fly. It looks, looks great. Um, but I think when these, when these people that just want a hot rod and be a part of a community, I think when they start selling and, and buy the next thing, I think that's when you'll see maybe some, some not purists, but definitely people like, like us that that want to just do it for they want it for one thing right they don't want it yeah for the hot rod and community they want to go they want to go get moist they want to go get moist <laughs> um but yeah i'm, I'm excited I, I i got it i um it looked like a fun little event man i think they're just did. wrapping up today too which is like god is it a week and i really want to get philip on the podcast because just an update you know and and just given his insight as to like what he's seeing in the market and you know i'm curious to to have to get his description on the type of pilot that they're looking at getting at selling these things to you know what i mean yeah i'm curious what they're what they're where where their marketing you know goes after or you know things like that and maybe like you know they're they're looking to, to do the gb2 um, and it, it seems from the rumors that that's not necessarily an aerobatic plane, but like, is there another aerobatic plane on the horizon? Is there a kit plane on the horizon? You know, we talked about that like three weeks ago about like, you know, it'd be great if there was more of like a kit plane aerobatic market or plans built to get people. Oh, we talked about that last week. Yeah. That, 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 you know, have a certain amount of money that, you know, you can't outright maybe they have an engine a 540 engine like only 540 with 500 hours on it that just needs a an airframe to go with you know something like that so like you know it's it's interesting to see i i not interesting i'd be really um sounds so bad uh grateful i guess um to to get his uh knowledge on that or uh, uh comments yeah let's let's uh, reach out to him and get it back on the podcast yeah i think i think it's fun. fine i'm gonna send him send him a gift package maybe to to <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand why you got mad at us but like I, I would love to talk to him about that because you and i really had nothing not really we literally had nothing to do with that yeah i don't want to mention what it was because it was so fucking stupid collateral damage yeah exactly guilty by association yeah yeah um have you, uh, before we wrap up, have you been able to get up and fly at all? I, um, I have to make it's so gorgeous weather today, by the way, it's yeah, absolutely the, what then I'm just going to tell you the nicest weather on my, on my three day trip so far 
I left San Francisco. It was rainy and shitty. I went to Seattle. It was really cold, rainy and shitty. I come out here. It's like sunny. And let's see the, the temperature right now. Dude, the high is going to be 69 today. It's 60 yeah. degrees right now. It's no, I'm definitely beautiful. It's gorgeous. Definitely. Beautiful weather this week. I think you guys yeah. are going to get some, some rain next Friday. But um, yeah, go fly. I fly. Yeah, I did fly a couple of days ago with the new helmet. Um, making some adjustments. So I want to like get it tweaked up and then give like a full report on it. So by next Friday, I'll, we'll be ready. Sweet. Are, uh, are you, how are you, uh, what are initial, initial thoughts with the, with the comms? Um, well, I flew with it and it just wasn't, I had to, I had to bump out the, um, the ears a little bit more so they're closer. So they, um, seal. They seal. Yeah. yeah. Cause it was just constantly unsealing and it just, I flew for like, 12 minutes not even 12 minutes i'm like i can't deal with this anymore yeah that's annoying i think i might fly without ceps next time okay just kind of you see know, how it is to see how it is because i had, i don't have sky dynamics on my uh, airplane i have the regular exhaust so it's not crazy crazy loud so but um and then I, see what you think yeah and i lost a ton of weight so like i have a large helmet and i don't know i'm gonna see hopefully the building out the earbuds are are better yeah yeah because i would really suck i have to get a medium uh, well do you have a medium i have a large you have a large and i it? yeah and i also put um spacers on the ear cups to to bring them closer and yeah because i'm on the spacers uh, on. I, i'm right on the edge of like i could have probably fit a medium but it would have been a little tight my okay. head's 23 inches and i, I if i were, i'd have to look it up again but um I think I was like right on the limit of like, I should probably get a large. Yeah. That's kind of where I am too. I think. Yeah. Anyway. Alrighty. Well, game fest 2022. Yeah. Congrats on the first, uh, first one guys. That's, that's cool. Yeah, um, I would love to, even if we put an impromptu one in and it wasn't sponsored by extra, I'd love to do an extra fest, an extra meetup. You know, Dude. I'd love that. And like do it right around nationals too. So the way it makes it easy. That'd be fun. You know, be a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Sweet, dude. What else? Uh, anything else before we wrap up? No, just going to go to the doctor, get a Z pack. There we go. You know, I might walk drugs. across the uh, Queens Bridge and, and check out Manhattan before I uh, head home today. Love that. Love that yeah. for you. Yeah, dude. Sweet. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, thank you to Lift Aviation for supporting the podcast and supporting all you guys, supporting us. Head over to liftaviationusa.com. Use the promo code FlyCoolShit at checkout for 25% off most of the stuff they sell, except for helmets. Um, what else? I think that's pretty I much that's it. it. Yeah, dude. I'm going uh, I'm gonna scream your name from the rooftop to see if you can hear me from <laughs> Long Island City. And then uh, in a couple hours, I'm going to fly back home. But I'll be back, and we'll, uh, we'll do dinner. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> so yeah. funny how we have to record a podcast uh separated yet so close <laughs> just how it goes what is the geography fucking new york yeah dude i'm so cool. done with this place <laughs> well let's get out of here speaking of done with this place thanks for listening guys and uh we will uh, chat with y'all next week Later. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 